Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Oh, baby. It is a Wednesday. They call that hump day. And your Pittsburgh Pirates are 11-7. and That's fun. And I don't care how long it lasts. It's fun. Kind of like me in the bedroom. Doesn't matter how long it lasts, so long as it's fun. Early morning show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. You know how to get involved. 412-928-9370. That's the phone number for you to call in. It's also the number for the text line. Edgar Snyder and Associates reminds you to text responsibly. And you can join the cast of dozens. Follow me on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. The Pittsburgh Steelers trade for Allen Robinson. Omar Khan, Andy Weidel, the brain trust of the Pittsburgh Steelers now has been very aggressive. They dove headfirst into free agency. You don't Typically see that from the Pittsburgh Steelers. You lose Cam Sutton, bang, you get Patrick Peterson. Get a couple of inside linebackers. Get a couple of guards. The Steelers have been active. And even before free agency, we saw Chase Claypool gets moved for the 32nd pick. Good move. Allen Robinson, no risk. I think good move. What you won't hear me say is great move. What you won't hear me say is awful move. Because I feel like if you are on one side of the extremes here, you're probably just trying too hard. You're probably just looking for takes, hot takes, looking to get the people riled up. I want to really be excited about Allen Robinson because when he's been healthy, he's been really, really good. Maybe he's a big slot for the Steelers. They're going to move him all around if he's healthy. If he's not healthy, guess what? Gave up next to nothing for him. Got to pay about $5 million bucks. Will they slide back 15 slots or whatever it was in the seventh round? The detail's not super important. Those be the cliff notes. This is a good move, a smart move, a low-risk move. And I'll tell you what it doesn't do, for me at least, change the Steelers' draft at all. They can feel better about coming out of the draft if they don't find a wide receiver that they've fallen in love with because you do have at least pieces you can throw at the wall to see if they stick. Allen Robinson being the latest addition. You've got that mini kid that they drafted last year who didn't get to play, Calvin Austin the third. Maybe he's your answer in the slot. Perhaps he's good. Maybe he's not. Who knows? Maybe Anthony Miller, who has had success in the NFL as a slot a veteran wide receiver who they liked enough to keep around last year while injured and they're going to bring back this year, maybe he plays well. Maybe he doesn't. Again, who knows? But you've now got options behind your big two guys in Deontay Johnson and 
in George Pickens. And so if you don't get a guy in the draft, okay, you figure it out. Doesn't preclude them, I don't think, from taking a guy. If someone's there at 32 that they've fallen in love with, perhaps 93-7 the fan has been pumped into the ears of Omar Khan, Andy Weidel, Mike Tomlin, and Art Rooney II, and Doran has convinced them to take, if he's there, Jordan Addison at 32. If they love a guy, Allen Robinson and the flyer they're taking on him is not going to preclude them, I don't think, from taking that guy. It just helps them if they're not there. And we've seen them do it at just about every position. Safety, inside linebacker, outside linebacker. The Steelers have depth to the point where they probably don't feel like they need necessarily to do anything. And that's a good place to be as you enter the NFL draft. The other thing this doesn't do for me is, well, the Steelers should trade Deontay Johnson. Well, I can't do that unless it's after the draft because I don't want to move on from Deontay and then Allen Robinson's hurt and Anthony Miller's washed up, and Calvin Austin III just is a guy. He's like Dre Archer. I don't want unknowns for my second-year quarterback in Kenny Pickett. I want as many options and weapons as possible. I don't want to subtract. And I doubt that they would do something now before the draft. That would not make any sense to me. So this is why it's a good move. Not a great move. Not an awful move. Like the PM team, for whatever reason, made it out to be yesterday. It's just a good move. It gives them options, and it does show that Omar Khan, Andy Weidel, the new front office of the Pittsburgh Steelers, is aggressive. Let's go to Will first up today on the early morning show. What up, Will? Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's good, man. What you got? I was just talking about that Allen Robinson trade. Uh, I think that uh, it's a pretty good trade. I don't think that there's anything bad that can really come from it. Uh, I appreciate his experience, and... Uh, I also trust the Steelers. I mean, we have a history of drafting good players in later rounds. Uh, you know, for instance, Brett Keyes, Sol, Kelvin Beecham, so, and uh, Trey Norwood in the seventh round. So I'm not too concerned about it. I think that uh, we just have to trust the Steelers and let them do what they have to do. Yeah, I mean, they've taken good players in the seventh round before. I mean, was Vince Williams a sixth-round pick, a seventh-round pick, whatever? Last year it was Chris Oladokun. He was so good he got a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind moving back in the seventh round. That does absolutely nothing for me. Will I even watch the seventh round? Well, you can guess. Let's go to Damien. He's next up. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, man? Uh, it's Damien. I, I, you probably know that, but uh, I do. Yeah, I'm actually calling while I'm still at work right now. Because uh, I've been getting out late lately, so I decided to put on the Odyssey app. Throw my headphones and give you a call. I'm, I'm actually psyched about this Allen Robinson signing because, I mean, like you said, there's no risk, and he might not be the player he once was, but at the three spot, I mean, you can't really beat that, honestly. I mean, it takes away the uh, Jordan Addison pick, I think, completely because I don't think there's a need for that. But we'll see. You can still supplement it with the receivers later on in the draft. They can still do anything, and thank you for the call. Everything's on the board. This doesn't preclude them from drafting a wide receiver the same way getting a couple inside linebackers doesn't mean that they wouldn't go after an inside linebacker in the draft if they fell in love with the guy. This just gives them insurance. And if Allen Robinson can be the guy he was pre-injury, well, you found yourself a steal. And if he's not, well, you didn't give up anything really all that risky in order to acquire him. 
Now, I saw some stats floating around yesterday. He's one of the better blocking wide receivers in the league. Yay! Woo! It does matter. I mean, I don't want to totally poo-poo that. The other stat flying around from PFF is he was one of the bottom, I think, 15 wide receivers in the NFL at creating separation. But here's the other thing. He was hurt. He only played a few games. Maybe he's still hurt. Maybe he never gets that speed back. People talk about age. He's only 29. He'll be 30 when the season starts. That doesn't necessarily, from an age standpoint, mean you're over the hill, but maybe the injuries have taken enough toll that he's over the hill and he's actually older than 30 in his biological age or whatever, something. I don't know. Smart. Maybe he's done. But if he's healthy, maybe he's not done. Who knows? Nobody knows. If you're proclaiming to know, well, you're lying. So worth the quote-unquote risk to get Allen Robinson. And just imagine if he does turn back into the guy that had multiple thousand-yard receiving seasons. Now all of a sudden you've got Deontay Johnson, you've got George Pickens, and if Allen Robinson's going to be a guy that can play inside and outside, which is the talk, then you do have matchup problems, ideally, that you could create with him. If you feel like you need a smaller route runner, a weapon to play in the slot, given the matchup, well, maybe you go to Calvin Austin the third. If you feel like you could take advantage of a matchup with Allen Robinson, then you go with Allen Robinson. You've got options. That's the word of the day, options. So I dig it. Good move. PM team was all on this, oh, I don't know about this yesterday. Why? If you want to throw another player out there that you would have preferred them to acquire, okay, I can hear that. Like Brandon Cooks, what do you go for? A fifth and a sixth, something like that? Okay, were you clamoring for Brandon Cooks back then? If you were, okay, you've got a leg to stand on. If you weren't, well, you thought the Steelers were probably done until the draft? And if you're in that camp, well, then they basically got a wide receiver for free. So if you were arguing before, Go get a Brandon Cooks. Fine. If you weren't, then shut it. Because you didn't see this coming and you didn't give up anything to get him. 412-928-9370. Interested in your thoughts on the Allen Robinson trade? You can tweet me, as always, at underscore Adam Crowley. Coming up next, the Pirates won again. And they're doing something that we needed to see them do. If a step forward was to be taken, and they are taking that step right now, they had to do this. We'll get to that next. It's the Early Morning Show, 93.7 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's the early morning show. Adam Crowley here. 412-928-9370, the number to call. And we go out to Connor. He's next up. What's up, man? Hey, what's up? You tell me, brother. Uh... I was thinking maybe we give up Deontay Johnson, trade him before the draft for maybe Green Bay Packers' 15th pick, give him our seventh-round pick, and um, to sweeten the deal, maybe even pay some of his salary that's left over. You know, uh, I'm just thinking maybe we could move up, get a better player in the first round, maybe uh, 
uh, branch from Alabama, something like that. So, Would you be including the Steelers' first-round pick in that deal or just Deontay Johnson in the seventh-round pick? Just Deontay Johnson, seventh-round pick, and then paying some of his salary, kind of like how we uh, did with uh, Allen, you know, how they paid some of his contract and we swapped seventh-round picks. I think Deontay Johnson, compared to the other receivers, is uh, first-round talent. Well, I appreciate the call. I just don't think they're going to do something like that. And I am big against subtracting weapons from Kenny Pickett in any shape or form. I was actually against the Chase Claypool deal when it happened because of that very thing. And, well, I'm wrong. Uh, Chase Claypool never achieved his full potential here. And with a quarterback that really burst onto the scene last year in Justin Fields, Chase Claypool didn't do much of anything at all. So strike out there for me, but I'm not willing to do it with Deontay Johnson. I understand he's not going to be around, you wouldn't think, for the long haul. Doesn't have much more time on his contract, but this year's very valuable. You need Kenny Pickett to take a huge step forward. You need him to. And if he doesn't, well, you'd like to know that now. And so I want him to have all the weapons available at his disposal. I don't want there to be any excuses. There's always going to be the Matt Canada excuse. I don't want to hear, oh, he doesn't have enough weapons. No. This year's about evaluating evaluating Kenny Pickett and taking that step forward and making the playoffs and putting up some legitimate NFL quarterback numbers. And if he doesn't, I don't want any excuses. It's about him now. Forget everybody else. Forget, oh, they don't have Deontay Johnson. They traded him. Well, George Pickens, he wasn't ready to be a number two. No. It's all about Kenny. Give no excuses. Give him all the talent to succeed. See where it goes. Let's go to Brendan in Avella. What's up, man? Hey, um, yeah, I I think you're totally right. I wouldn't take any. I wouldn't take any. I wouldn't trade uh, Johnson or Nova. I would just let uh, Kenny Pickett have as many options as he can, just so just so you see, you know, who he works better with and everything. And I imagine, and thank you for the call. In any of these hypotheticals, that well, the Steelers would have to draft a wide receiver, but then. Now you're working with a wide receiver in year one, and we've seen receivers here in Pittsburgh and elsewhere around the league have success in year one, but, man, you're banking on a rookie getting up to speed, and George Pickens, while he was good last year, you expect him to be much better in year two because, well, it's year two. So I do not want to trade Deontay Johnson, even if it would mean to get another wide receiver because I would be guessing at that point. Let's go to Danny. What's up, Danny? Turn your radio down, partner. It is, brother. How you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? All right. Uh, I want to change it up a little bit. Uh, and please give me a minute to make my point, uh, Adam. You can uh, have 20. It's, it's Forget about, about me. I don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> you go ahead. All right. It's about the Buccos, okay? And, and yesterday, I know you got a text that said you were full for buying in and all that. And I loved your response. But it got me to thinking, you know, last five years, I checked out on the Buccos, okay? Especially by this time of year, it was already over. And, and I started thinking, you know, it's not just about the ride of a, of a championship season or a playoff season. It's about the ride of the ascension yes. of the baseball team. And this is the first year of the ascension. Maybe they make it to May. Next year, maybe they make it to the All-Star break. And the following year, hey, first week of September. And then after that, you know, maybe it's the division title and the World Series. It's about the ascension. And I can look back, like, at a game last night when it was 3 nothing in the first inning, and I was for sure because of the last five years. 
it was over because that's how everything happened the last five years. Until Jack Flack gets up and the Buccos, <laughs> you know, the Buccos put on put their foot down. No more runs after that, and they come back and win the game. Oh man, and I the mean, bullpen was really good, ride. Danny. I totally agree, and thank you so much for the call. What they've done these first couple of games is. I looked at the schedule before this series and before the Cincinnati series, and I said, okay, if the Pirates are really going to take that step this year, it's about beating bad teams. I was irritated after Ben Sherrington said that this was going to be the year where the wins and losses would start to look more respectable, that they went out and lost the opening series to Cincinnati. Cincinnati's no good. They stink. And if you want to be better than them, well, beat them. And they're going to have an opportunity to do that here after this series against Colorado wraps up today. But they've taken care of business already in Colorado. You'd love to see them get the sweep. They've already won the series against what is clearly just not a good baseball team, one of the worst teams in ball with already one of the worst run differentials in ball. They're taking care of business. And, I, again, I, I feel like I always got to throw this qualifier on. I don't know where it leads. I don't know where they're going to be in May or June, whatever. But to this point, that is an encouraging sign. You go on the road, you split with St. Louis, a place where you always seem to lose, and then you go – out further onto the road into Colorado, and you've taken at a minimum two out of three games there. I said this a few days ago, if the Pirates are going to be competitive all summer long, drag you along, get you to believe, this rotation's got to stay healthy. Well, they've had eight straight quality starts, and they've got Oviedo on the mound tonight, who's been their best guy this year. He's got an ERA around two. I don't think that'll keep up, but when you throw 100 miles an hour with that crooked, nasty slider, I like where this is headed. The rotation stays healthy, I believe, but they're taking care of business against bad teams right now, which is all you can ask. 412-928-9370. Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley in the text line, where I read, that was a big character win last night, but are there any updates on Crowley's tarantula situation? How soon before Adam just embraces the insanity? Yeah, here's the deal. I ain't bringing it up. If he gets brought up to me, I will fight back. But I am not. And for those who missed it, my wife and my daughter want to get a freaking tarantula because my daughter went to the pet store the other day and was totally enamored by it. I'm not bringing it up. This is one of those things I just won't talk about it, and hopefully they forget about it because, you know, my daughter loves a tarantula one day. The next day she's sleeping with her stuffed animal and bringing it to school and bringing it to the park, and she won't let it go. The next thing is always the favorite thing. Maybe I need to start pointing her in the direction of inanimate objects like a pet rock, something like that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What a gut check win for the Byers last night. 
to that texter's point. You're down three to nothing. This team believes. They don't know that they're supposed to not be good. Andrew McCutcheon's talked about the vibes, and that's the other thing. He didn't play last night because he's 150 years old. He's been swinging a hot bat. They have 17 games in 17 days. He needs a breather now, and then they were able to do that comeback, win that game without Andrew McCutcheon in the lineup. That's another encouraging thing. And the bullpen was awesome. And David Bender took a line drive off his ass and then said, I'm built Mars tough. How about that? Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet, Silverado's, and Colorado's back in stock. Spring is here. Great selection. Stop in and online at sunchevy.com. Sunny today. Highs in the mid to upper 60s. Getting warmer as the day goes on. Next couple of days going to be gorgeous. And the Bucks will return home to take on the Red Legs in a four-game set. And if the last two games are any indication, Pirates taking care of business, this could be a great, if you start at the beginning of the Colorado series, seven-game stretch for the Pirates. And I keep saying this, with the wild card being the way that it is, with the extra playoff teams being invited to this dance, if the Pirates can take advantage of their hot start, they're playing good baseball. They might not play better baseball all season. So while they're hot, you got to strike. That's what they say, strike while the iron's hot. You know what, I just came up with that, TM. Assign that to me. Strike while the iron's hot. If they can pad their record, if they can get to like seven games over 500, and then you got the Dodgers who aren't playing great baseball right now, we'll see about that. Then you got another bad team after that in Colorado. Again, you got Washington. If you can strike while the iron's hot, if you can play good baseball now, if you can pad that record to a certain point above 500, then even if you are a slightly below 500 baseball team, but a competitive one, and I think that they're going to be a competitive one the rest of the way, well, then you are going to be in it. Doesn't mean you're going to get a wild card. Certainly doesn't mean you're going to win the division, even though I think that the winner of this division is probably going to win like 87 games, something like that. It would at least keep things interesting. And it could keep things interesting by the trade deadline. And if they're in it, you would have to think they'd be less likely to deal Brian Reynolds because you can always just do that in the offseason. They could potentially be on the cheap end of the buyers. It's just so much can happen with a hot start. I'm not ruling out this team at some point losing 8 of 10. It happens to good teams. But if you can build up while you're playing well a record that boosts you above 500 by a decent margin, then by default with the nature of baseball and the playoffs, the way that they are, you're going to maybe even artificially be in this thing, but that's all I was asking for. I said before the season, if this could be 11 or 12, where they tantalized you and they were in it for a while before falling on their face and, and having that collapse, I would sign up for that and I'd still sign up for that now. And I think they got a decent chance of doing that if they can simply take advantage of their April schedule. Got this text. F the tarantula. You need a puppy. I already got a puppy. Here's the thing about me. My dog's six years old, so not a puppy, but whatever. I'm the most low-maintenance person you'll ever meet, I think. I don't I don't need things. I spend money on my wife, my kid, and alcohol. And sometimes weed. To the phones. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, uh, this is Connor again. I just wanted to say I appreciate and respect your comment about that Deontay Johnson trade, and I thought you brought up a really valid point. 
Um, and I actually agree with you after sitting back and thinking about it. And uh, better yet, our three oldest players above 29 are Allen Robinson, Cam Hayward, and Patrick Peterson. So we definitely got a good young team, and uh, I, I ought to just sit back and see what happens. Well, it's interesting, and thank you again for the call, man. And I, I ain't shouting you down. I mean, I don't think it's a terrible idea. It's just not something that I would endorse. This team on defense is older. But that's great because on the offensive side, you're young. Is Deontay Johnson the longest tenured Pittsburgh Steeler? <laughs> Kenny Pickett's going into year two. Uh, you've added some veterans over the last two off seasons on the offensive line. But as far as longest tenured Steelers on offense, I think you're looking at Deontay Johnson, unless I'm just swinging and missing. Pickett year two. Your running backs in year three. Yeah, I think so. So you've got a young nucleus on offense, and you can give them time to grow, and they do need to take a step forward this year while playing, you would think, top five defense. I mean, they were a top ten defense last year, and T.J. Watt missed a good chunk of the year. I think that they probably need to infuse some youth onto the defense so when guys like Cam Hayward do fall off or step away, you can have guys that are ready to plug and play and replace them. But I kind of dig the formula that the Steelers have going. Veteran defense, try to win on that side of the ball while your offense figures it out. The trade I would like to see if they're going to make one on draft day is move up, get Jalen Carter. You want to talk about a replacement for Cam Hayward and a guy that, along with Hayward and Highsmith and Watt this year, could make a difference? That's Jalen Carter. Character concerns be damned. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 